Faith, Hope and Love, episode 417, the third Sunday of Easter, year A. The reality, the physical truth of Christ's resurrection and the mercy and love that it brings is for us and every generation. There's a story told that after Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, some people who still would not believe the evidence of their own eyes, seeing Lazarus walking around alive and well, still wanted to score some points against our Lord. So they said to him, Why did you have to call out Lazarus's name? Surely you could have just said, Come out, and he would have. But our Lord replied, If I didn't specifically name Lazarus, everyone in the cemetery would have risen up at the command. That's an absolutely beautiful story. And it really expresses something fundamentally powerful and promising to each and every one of us. Our Lord's resurrection was a foretaste of what he promised to everyone who trusts in his word. Jesus' command to rise up and come out of the tomb is absolutely authoritative and utterly irresistible. This is the command we will all hear at the resurrection on the last day. This is what all who have gone before us hear. This is the promise given by the risen Lord, whom we recognise in the breaking of the bread. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Cry out with joy to God all the earth, O sing to the glory of his name, O render him glorious praise, Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone, and peace, shalom to all of you. As we gather together as God's family, in spirit and prayer, on the third Sunday of Easter, let's call to mind our sins so as to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. 
Lord Jesus, you have revealed yourself as the way to the Father. Lord, have mercy. You have poured out on your people the spirit of truth. Christ, have mercy. You are the good shepherd, leading us to eternal life. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Let us pray in the firm hope of the resurrection. May your people exult forever, O God, in renewed youthfulness of spirit, so that rejoicing now in the restored glory of our adoption, we may look forward in confident hope to the rejoicing of the day of the resurrection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles When the day of Pentecost had come, Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, Let this be known to you, and listen to what I say. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with deeds of power, wonders and signs that God did through him among you, as you yourselves know. This man handed over to you according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified 
and killed by the hands of those outside the law. But God raised him up, having freed him from death, because it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will live in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One experience corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. The Word of the Lord Lord, you will show us the path of life. Preserve me, God, I take refuge in you. I say to the Lord, you are my God. O Lord, it is you who are my portion and cup. It is you yourself who are my prize. I will bless you, Lord, you give me counsel, and even at night direct my heart. I keep you, Lord, ever in my sight. Since you are at my right hand, I shall stand firm. And so my heart rejoices, my soul is glad. Even my body shall rest in safety. For you will not leave my soul among the dead, nor let your beloved know decay. You will show me the path of life, the fullness of joy in your presence. At your right hand, happiness for ever. Lord, you will show us the path of life. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, if you invoke as Father the one who judges each person impartially according to each one's deeds, live in reverent fear during the time of your exile. You know that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your ancestors, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without defect or blemish. Christ was destined before the foundation of the world but was revealed at the end of the ages for your sake. Through him you have come to trust in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are set on God. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Lord Jesus, make your word plain to us. Make our hearts burn with love when you speak. 
Alleluja, Alleluja, Alleluja. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On the first day of the week, two of the disciples were going to a village called Emmaus, about 11 kilometres from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognising him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still looking sad. Then one of them, whose name is Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and beside all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels, who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognised him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road? while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. These were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord This gospel this weekend is really wonderful. It's got such a richness to it and many levels of meaning. The journey of the two disciples on the road to Emmaus is also like a symbol of what happens each time we gather as disciples of Jesus at the Eucharist. When we listen to the word of God in the scriptures and Christ indeed opens our minds and hearts to his word. And when Christ breaks the bread for us and becomes present to us in this special way in the Eucharist, we too recognize Jesus in the breaking of the bread. 
Another very special thing about the Emmaus journey is the fact that the disciples are talking to a fellow traveller along the road, and they show hospitality to this person. Unknown to them, this person is Jesus himself. It's no coincidence that Jesus becomes present to them in the outsider, to whom they show hospitality, and with whom they break bread together. It's only then their eyes are opened and they recognise Jesus. If they had not shown hospitality to this person, if they'd let him go on his way, they may never have known who they were walking with and what he had to offer them. Jesus told us, what you do to the least of my brothers and sisters, you do it to me. Love God, love neighbour as yourself. So hospitality, community and service are completely interconnected in Jesus' kingdom. This weekend's gospel reminds us that Jesus is always with us, always there to encourage us and give us new hope. He gives us, his disciples, the sacraments to strengthen us on our journey. Jesus also gives his disciples the power to experience the forgiveness and mercy of God through reconciliation, which assures us of God's love and care and healing. Our Lord walks along with us on our life's journey. He's always interested to hear us tell him of our hopes and fears, our disappointments and failures. He's there to reassure us and give us strength and assure us that if we keep trusting in him, the love of God has the final word in our life. And that final word lasts forever. Whenever we gather at Mass, we come together as disciples and friends of Jesus. We break the bread and we drink from the chalice. And we believe that this isn't just a sign of our connection to Jesus. It's not just a sign that God forgives us, renews and commissions us. We believe that Jesus comes to us in what looks like bread and wine, and Jesus comes into our hearts. We become more and more part of Jesus' life. Then we go out from this place into our daily lives to live his commandments and show love and care for each other. This is the unique message of the journey to Emmaus. And when we listen to the scriptures and reflect on the many ways in which Jesus is present and active in our lives, inviting us to listen to him and follow his ways, we too can say to each other, did not our hearts burn as Jesus talked to us along the road and explained the scriptures to us? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray to the Lord who shows us the path of life. For God's pilgrim people, that like the disciples, Our hearts may burn with love.
Lord, hear us. For people of all nations, that they will come to understand the hope and promise that the Scriptures hold out to all. Lord, hear us. For the oppressed, that the power of Christ's death and resurrection may strengthen them in their daily struggles. Lord, hear us. For ourselves, that we will recognise Jesus in the breaking of the bread. Lord, hear us. For those who have departed this world, that their hope of resurrection will be fulfilled, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God ever faithful, you know our every need. Grant our prayers through your risen Son, who is Lord for ever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Receive, O Lord, we pray, these offerings of your exultant church, and as you have given her cause for such great gladness, grant also that the gifts we bring may bear fruit in perpetual happiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. Through him the children of light rise to eternal life, and the halls of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful. For his death is our ransom from death, 
and in his rising the life of all has risen. Therefore overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory, as they acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. 
be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistants, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen.
The disciples recognized the Lord Jesus in the breaking of the bread. Alleluia. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Look with kindness upon your people, O Lord, and grant, we pray, that those you were pleased to renew by eternal mysteries may attain in their flesh the incorruptible glory of the resurrection. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining us for this time of prayer and praise, and may God's love, strength, mercy and kindness guide you this whole week. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May God, who by the resurrection of his only begotten Son, was pleased to confer on you the gift of redemption and of adoption, give you gladness by his blessing. May he, by whose redeeming work you have received the gift of everlasting freedom, make you heirs to an eternal inheritance. And may you, who have already risen with Christ in baptism through faith, by living in a right manner on this earth, be united with him in the homeland of heaven. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Today I Arise for Tricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelk, 2020. Production by KER, 2023. May God bless and keep you. This
stay I will